What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. Glad to have you with us. My next guest manages the first full-scale enterprise solution in the cannabis space and is already working with over 700 cannabis businesses, including dispensaries, cultivators, and producers, head shops, cannabis lounges, and medical facilities. We're talking POS, folks. Uh, I'm here with the CEO and Chairman of Enlighten, Jeremy Jacobs, here on Blunt Business. Thanks for joining us, Jeremy. Hey, thanks for having me, Brasco. Nice to be here. And my pleasure. Enlighten now, for all of you out there, it's a full-spectrum enterprise solution managed by a team with a collected 20 years of experience serving Fortune 500 companies, first-class retailers, and top-end brands all over the world, bringing cutting-edge retail technology to the cannabis industry. Want to just run down some of the products you have as part of your suite? It includes Enlightened TV, Smart Menus, Traffic Wise, Direct Connect, Showcase, Captivate, Breakroom TV, and Social Wall. The products work together to create a seamless ecosystem for both retailers as well as advertisers and brand. So take me, wrap my head around your whole product line. Yeah, so, you know, really it's all kind of summed up around digital signage and interactive kiosks. So if you think about all of the screens that you see when you leave home, they could be the menu that's at McDonald's or the kiosk you order the food on, or you could be at the barber shop and there's a screen and it's playing some sort of interesting content showing all the different services they offer. So that's that's really what the Enlighten product suite revolves primarily around. And that's because I've been in the business, digital signage business, for about 15 years with a company I founded you know, nearly 15 years ago. And then we entered the cannabis space about six years ago as, as Iconic, and then as recent as three years ago with an Enlighten merger. And so it's anything, any of those types of products, if you go in, you're ordering cannabis on a self-service kiosk, if there's that digital screen with that cool education or lifestyle content and you see some ads for products, those sorts of things, that's what really we specialize in. There's just a lot of different uses for them, so we got a lot of fancy names to name those different uses for them. Now, you recently added to your suite of products a new product called Smart Hub, a first-of-its-kind centralized management platform that allows retailers to sync real-time product updates to in-store digital displays and their e-commerce suite. So the platform seamlessly integrates information across major POS providers, 
gives dispensaries the ability to automatically push standardized inventory updates to consumer touch points. And Smart Hub also puts an end to the disconnect between frontline and menus, back-end stockroom, and eliminates the need for dispensary employees to manually input inventory data. Enlighten currently works with over a 1,000 retail partners, many of whom already are utilizing Smart Hub to streamline the operations. So took the next step with StarPub, Smart Hub just most recently. Um, sounds like it really doesn't help, makes a, really streamlines the process. So tell me more about Smart Hub and the what tell me what, what what got you behind the idea of creating this to go ahead and add along with the rest of your suite of products. Sure. So, you know, to really understand Smart Hub, you really have to take a very big macro step uh, away. So uh, there's, in my opinion, Fresco, there's two kinds of companies. There's a kind of company that figure out what sort of product they can make. They make a product and then they figure out who they can sell it to. There's nothing wrong with that, but a lot of companies are made that way. Then there's companies like Enlighten. And so what we look for are challenges that a customer base has to solve and the troubles that they go through. And we build products to solve those real world needs. Well, Smart Hub is exactly that. And it's really two things. One is Smart Hub brings all of the different consumer touch points that a customer would interact with your data, like meaning on an online menu, on a TV menu, on a self-service kiosk inside your store, on a drive-through menu, the listing services like the Leafleys or the Weed Maps of the world where your products would be listed. So there's all of these different touch points, and we bring all of that into one centralized location. So everything is managed from one platform. So we first solved the problem for retailers that I've heard for six years. And if you know very many, I'm sure just in a, you know, having a blunt out back having conversation, they, they brought up these woes. And one is, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind because I'm having to update all of this inventory constantly in all of these systems. Why can't I just log in one place and it's, it's all right there? The second thing, so it really consolidates all of our products into one spot. Uh, the second thing it does for all those consumer points. Second thing it does is that it solves an even bigger issue of it being a headache to update those menus, but that even when they're updated, regardless where they are, they're still not accurate. And so dispensaries have been complaining to me for years that what they've seen on different digital menus, not our menus, but on different digital menus, it's not up to date. And that's why we end up with those customers or the kiosks don't stay up to date. People order things from online and they don't have it in stock and you're going to call these customers back. So what SmartHub does is it not only talks to all those consumer-facing endpoints, but on the other side of SmartUp, it talks to basically every major POS system in the entire cannabis space. And it checks in with them on such a regular interval that you actually know that what's on your website is up to date. And you do, in fact, have that in stock. And, and if you don't feel comfortable with that POS checking, you can even increase the threshold that say, you know, I've got to have at least five or 10 of this in stock to feel comfortable so you don't disappoint customers. That's the last thing you want to do. And these are two of the really the largest challenges that we've seen in the, in the, the griping that we've heard from retail operators centers around that. So SmartUp, you know, number one, pulls in an ecosystem with one easy-to-go-to place that manages every one of your consumer-facing endpoints. And two, it connects with basically every POS in the cannabis industry, period, and instantly updates all of those consumer endpoints in real time. So there's a lot of more fancy things it does you know, where you can add different fields that maybe your POS is missing and all of the kiosk and the online that it generates is very custom 
designed around your brand where really nobody else's products does that. But the two fundamental things are consolidation of product and instant real-time updates from basically every POS. And we feel like a lot of the retailers, it's taken off very quickly. And the retailers, both the huge retailers, MSOs, as well as the small retailers, they're, they're feeling that, hey, somebody really did care about our problem and kind of went out to tackle that problem and solve it. So it's, the reception's been good. Uh, and also, just real quick before we go to break, uh, talk to me about, you know, uh, where, what kind of support you offer with Smart Hub and the training process, I guess, is mm-hmm. pretty easy for people to go ahead and get their hands wrapped around and get started with right away. Yeah, so when we give a demo, we, we slot about an hour to give people a Smart Hub demo, and that will show off literally every single product that connects to it. And during that demo, we're actually constructing with the client, right in a demo, a, an, an online menu, a TV menu, and a self-service kiosk, and really literally just mock setting it up. So that's just the demo process makes it that easy and the, and the software is that easy that during an hour long demo, I can not only explain to you how the product works, but literally we just built an entire suite out. Now, obviously, you know, we, as a company, we pride ourselves that we're a managed service company and we make software hardware and we do all the professional services to make it work. So we, we white glove with our clients unless they want us out of their business, but usually they want our help and, and we can really make that experience better. But you're able to, I'm able to set a new store up in 15 minutes and you're wow. up and running. You'll have online ordering, you'll have self-service kiosk and everything seamlessly integrated. It takes about 15 minutes. Let's go and talk more about Smart Hub a little bit later on, but I want to go and talk to you about the issues as we are reopening the economy, reopening companies or, and dispensaries and cannabis businesses trying to get themselves back up to full speed after the pandemic. We're going to talk about a few things that are coming up um, about all that. I'm here with Jeremy Jacobs, CEO and Chairman of Enlightened Dispensary Solutions here on Blunt Business. Stay with us. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. It's time to present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp presents only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. 
This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Jeremy Jacobs, CEO and Chairman of Enlightened Dispensary Solutions here on Blunt Business. Uh, MG, Re- MG Retailer, excuse me, they caught up with you recently in regards to a story where they wrote, quote, Retail has consistently been evolving for decades. The Internet and our increasingly digitized world already were ushering rapid change, but now the COVID-19 pandemic has made many organizations rethink their retail approach from the ground up with little to map out these new course corrections. And a testament to the resiliency of the cannabis industry, dispensaries have quickly shifted their operating procedures to remain open for customers and patients in need of safe access, which is commendable when you think about all the businesses that are out there that you can't have the in-person experience of, of buying product. You have to go curbside takeout and just really or delivery in some cases in some parts where it's allowed especially california and yeah now here let me go and make this point across uh quote you said this quote you believe many of the new procedures cannabis companies have instituted simply will not go away after the coronavirus i mean this is what you had told uh that's what so mg retailer quoted that part and then you said this about that that belief quote Retail has changed likely forever as a result of this pandemic. So talk about some of the overall changes, Jeremy, that you feel will not be temporary. What are we going to be uh, that are going to be firmly in place going forward? Great question. Um, and, you know, I enjoyed answering that for MG because obviously that's all we've lived in for the last 90 days. Literally everybody here on planet Earth, we've had to all understand how it's going to affect us. And then the question, second question is how, what, what are those things are lasting? So probably the most important thing to understand uh, about what is going to be new is to understand what the past was. So historically, you know, 90% of businesses didn't really offer an online option. And I'm not just talking about cannabis. I'm talking about restaurants. I'm talking about retailers. And you walked into their store. They had displays and products. You bought product and you leave. That's like 90-something percent, 80-something percent. Uh, and there was a few of those leaders out there that had taken on multiple consumer touch points. And when you think about who these people are, are taking on mobile, are, are taking on multiple consumer touch points, you consider them pioneers and leaders. You know, when you saw the McDonald's kiosk go up McDonald's, I mean, everybody had something to say about it, right? And I think we can all agree they're not going to be making less of those self-service kiosks, especially since consumers like them and because the average ticket value when someone uses a kiosk is higher because they have time to sit there and think about what they want. They don't feel pressured from the fact they're standing in line and there's other people waiting behind them. And so, you know, that was a monumental change. So COVID, what COVID has done is it's 
really just forced what was naturally occurring technologically, which is that in order for a retailer to be competitive, that they have to open up all of those consumer touch points because you have a very variety, you have a large variety of consumer preference in the market space. You know, are you the guy that likes to walk into a store and be white gloved and walk around? I find it annoying. You know, I've already done my research by the time I've showed up to the store and I really don't want to do that. You know, so my preference is to go into a store and work on a self-service kiosk unless I have a specific question I'm there for. Some people don't even want to go to a store. They would rather just order online and have curbside pick it up or even go as far as to not even go out and have delivery. And so what happened was all of a sudden, instantaneously, every retailer had to begin to embrace all of these new ways to engage with their consumers. And you went from, you know, whatever the percentage was that had online ordering, curbside pickup and so forth to basically about 100 percent. I mean, there's very few people that I bump into at this point in the space that don't have online ordering or at least in the process of launching it. And, you know, that's not going to change. It's not going to change in cannabis. It's not going to change in, you know, in in any retail environment. We're not going to go back to not having e-commerce for these businesses. And, and, you know, that's, that's a fundamental difference is that retailers from this point forward, cannabis or non-cannabis are going to embrace multiple consumer engagement points. And that's again, our, and, and we didn't predict that. It's not like I predicted COVID, but it was interesting that that happened right as we were releasing smart hub, which helps manage people manage all of those consumer touch points. And so you know, it wasn't it wasn't lost on me. The timing of that was pretty impeccable, but I think it's here to stay. And I believed it so much. We had already been working on Smart Hub for over a year and launched it right about the same time COVID started. Yeah. And I'll tell you, uh, when you look at the, the numbers that are going on with terms of uh, takeout have been mm-hmm. so good. So takeout restaurants at the moment right now, they're up 148% based on last year, based on consumer interest. Um, cannabis dispensaries, head shops, tobacco shops, also feeling a good uh, change in that as well. And the other thing I also noticed, and this most recently came out from uh, MJ Biz Daily. They put out some information that came out from the Marijuana Business Factbook. I want to just take a second to talk to the listeners and give out this piece of news that came out just as we're recording now. Retail sales of medical and recreational cannabis are on pace to eclipse $15 billion by the end of 2020. 40% over 2019. That's according to exclusive projections by the 2020 wow. edition of the Marijuana Business Factbook. Total U.S. sales could rise as high as $37 billion by 2023, according to the also exclusive predictions. That's just inc- amazing how big of an exponential change we're going to get right away. So thus the importance of making sure your inventory is all up to spec. So with that said, um, you know, will there be... When you look at that kind of money being pushed across, obviously you're talking different dispensaries, different businesses to go ahead and look into using your suite of products. Um, when you look at the pressure that dispensaries have because of the potential of money they're going to be able to make, um, I mean, how do you look at that when you hear those overwhelming numbers? So it's interesting. Like, I didn't know that fact, and I read MJ Biz Daily, and somehow or another I missed that one. So I guess some days I'm, I'm 
I'm yeah. less reading and more skimming. But, you know, it's, it's actually startling. Even in the essence of COVID, we're still at 40%. And I know traffic to dispensaries is slightly down. Uh, at one point, it was down by 50%. Now it's rebounded a lot. I know the amount of time people spend at the dispensary, uh, though, is, is, you know, really unaffected. And a lot of people are going back to dispensary. But I also knew that the basket sizes have grown tremendously and considerably. Uh, and there's also a lot of new consumers that have spawned this year. So, you know, for me, it, it again goes back to here, here we are in COVID-19 world on lockdown. And you just told me MJ Biz Daily said that we've grown 40% over this same period from 2019-2020. More than 40% over 2019, yes. That's, that's amazing. That's right. And so, <laughs> it's, no, it's incredible. And I think it's just, again, another testament to the fact that even though we're in a global pandemic and, you know, money's tight, 35% of the workforce isn't isn't at work, uh, cannabis is still rising by 40%. And I think it literally just leads back to the fact that we've now opened up all sorts of different engagements that you can have with these consumers. And so now there's more buying options and people feel more comfortable buying the way they want to buy. And that's and why curbside has been a big deal. I, that's why I don't. I mean, when I look at the what the, how the industry has survived this because it has, I just think to myself, you know, why you know when we're seeing the reopening of the economy, and I see even there's a few things where we're seeing some pausing in certain states, and obviously, listen, and where I'm in in South Florida, masks are now strictly enforced. It's a fine if you don't wear one in public places. A fine. And I can live with that. But again, I just don't have uh, it's amazing that the fear mongering, what you see on the media and the portrayal, it's it doesn't there's no effect to it. It does. It's just a resilience. Same way I see the stock market. Same way there's a resilience that's going on. Everybody thinks the economy is going to get hurt. Cannabis is going to get hurt as a result. And they didn't. So let's have an optimism and a and a real you know positive thinking going forward that we're going to get past all this. I, I think just, you sure. know, in a positive aspect, I just want to have that. You know, constructive thought uh, when it comes to where I see things going right now, and I'm glad the, the industry is doing very, really well. So again, let's get back to the point of um, online ordering systems, and obviously, you know, well, you're having. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. What's your point, though? To your point, though, Brad, don't interrupt if you don't mind. No, no, to I'm your bad. point, to put the positive thing on it, the only people that are losing right now are the ones that were resistant to change. Right. It's the ones that decided not to do the things that needed to be done to evolve their business. And so that's all I wanted to say is it is a very positive thing what's happening in cannabis. We're all embracing change, and those who are not embracing it are getting left behind, and that's okay. That's just that's how nature works, and that you know the laws of nature, they, they also appear inside of business. And so I just wanted to add that to your point because I totally agree with what you were saying. There you go. I appreciate it. Now, uh, one other thing before I get to my next question was uh, you've obviously had contact with dispensaries now. Um, talk to me, you know, have you been seeing, you know, how these businesses are making the change to be much more cognizant? Obviously, when it comes to cleaning, probably if they're wearing masks, if they're using gloves and how they are operating their stores right now and the capacity that they can. Uh, you know, have you feel like there's been a great compliance with all these businesses that you've been working with that you see that they're definitely uh They've made the effort to more than welcome people back into their stores. 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, everybody wants to reopen and, you know, and, and get the doors open, get people back in, bring life back into this country. You know, we all went into a sleepy state for a little while, but you got to do things. And, and I wrote a paper about this not too long ago. It's about making your employees and your customers feel both safe and comfortable. And it's not enough just for them to feel safe. They also have to feel comfortable. And so I'm seeing a whole bunch of things that retailers are doing. And keep in mind, uh, you know, we work at this point, and I, I think you read a stat earlier, 700. I think that's last year's stat. I should give you a new one. We're up to 1,300 customers at this point. And so the, so we've grown, yeah, we've grown tremendously. So I talk to a lot of people, but the people I usually spend my time with fall in one of two categories. They're either large MSOs, think the biggest marijuana companies on the planet. And I have great relationships with a lot of their, their executive leadership. And then I really enjoy some of these smaller boutique shops that just have an incredible thing going on. And there's a whole lot of those in Southern California, very boutique very cool. And so those are the two perspectives I get. So here's what I know people are doing. One, people are doing everything that you see them doing when you go to Meyer, when you go to Target or wherever you go. You know, everything is wiped down. There's hand sanitizer readily available. People are wearing masks. They're trying to limit interaction. They're keeping good social distancing. So all the stuff you would normally see. Some of these folks, though, have started to adopt a few new products we put out. Uh, we put out a face temperature sensing kiosk. So whenever you walk past it, it takes about a half a second, and it scans your forehead and decides whether you get a green light to go in or a red light that says your temperature is too high, you need to be checked. So some people are implementing technology like that, and, and you've seen that for years in eastern countries like China, for example, that you can't get the turnstile in most of the buildings in China to turn if you if your face isn't recognized and your temperature is too hot. It won't let the turnstile turn. So all this is is an implementation of a technology that's been utilized in a densely populated area that wants to restrict sickness for quite some many years. You know, I would argue almost a decade they've been using this kind of tech. So we're seeing some people do that. Uh, we're also seeing people... Um, you know, just saying, hey, let's just do curbside, and they're literally bringing kiosks out so people can use a kiosk to avoid them from going in the store. So some people, you know, like to go that route. They feel that that customer maybe wants to be outside more, which, again, this is just, again, it's another way of opening up different ways consumers can shop. But one of the things I'm definitely seeing, which has nothing to do with our technology, it has nothing to do with any of that, but I think it's a fundamental thing that's going to change and stay changed. And again, not just for cannabis. I'm talking about all retail again. Is I think you're going to watch the size of stores shrink a lot. I think there's going to be more stores than there's ever been, but they're going to be close to your home and they're going to be small. And so if you think, and I don't know, you know, which part of the country uh, you're 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 calling from today, but Dollar General is a big deal. Yeah. And here on the east side of the country. And they just, they have an incredibly large amount of stores. I saw a YouTube video today. It was making fun that, that Dollar Generals just naturally regenerate themselves and produce more Dollar Generals. It was, it's a funny little video to watch. But so think Dollar General model, not Walmart model. Walmart does these big, gigantic stores. You can get yeah. the $15 Generals before you pass the Walmart. And so I believe, and, and this is plans that a lot of these major MSOs have talked to me about. They're they're opening up little stores they had closed, and they're wanting more stores that are smaller, that are closer to their population. And that, I think, is a good thing. Yeah. And I, I think that's not a bad uh, comparison. I think when you look at it, um, you know, Dollar General, 
it's actually a pretty well run business. And I ha- got a bunch of those down here. The little black and gold stores are all over the place. And they're uh, actually right. they done a lot of work also renovating their stores. They're doing a lot of things. And they have a lot of market cap. I mean, they're, they, they actually are a pretty big company when you talk about it. Like, their operating income I look right now is almost a billion dollars. It's not $900 million yeah. in, in, as of October 2019. Like, that's not a small business. That model does qu- quite well, especially in the dollar space. When you think about just like the way it's just positioned, the way it's presented, is a very good way to put that out there. I do agree. Let's go back to another break real quick, Jeremy. i got to go and take us back into commercial. Talk more about um, issues with dispensaries and online ordering systems. And, you know, the approaching that U.S. cannabis retailers are making. We're here with Jeremy Jacobs, CEO and chairman of Enlightened Dispensary Solutions. Back with final questions for Jeremy after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. Candid, captivating, compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome got to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. I got you again. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah, Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com, Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Jeremy Jacobs, CEO and Chairman of Enlightened Dispensary Solutions here on Blunt Business. Now, you also said, uh, quote, online ordering systems are often a pain point for dispensaries and customers alike due to disconnects between listed mm-hmm. menu items and available products, often leading to cons- customer frustration and cart abandonment. The inv- inventory control in the modern-day dispensary must be centralized to ensure it is accurate and up-to-date across all of the cust- consumer touch points. You also then went on to say, quote, as dispensaries turn more to third-party vendors to reach consumers, there is a greater need of demand. Uh, so with that said, 
Do you imagine a pendulum in between in-store and online learning? We've talked about that a bit. You know, change the way the shape of the store is. We talked about that before the break. But do you feel like online ordering sure. takes a much bigger emphasis now? Or do you feel like it's just more of a – that people just need to go and be able to get it in hand as opposed to getting it delivered to their house? Yeah, so I think electronic ordering is what's going to prevail. And that might be that you ordered online and you pick it up at the store. That might be that you ordered online and it's delivered by a delivery service or the store. Or it might be that you walk in – and you order it on a kiosk. And so I believe those things are the things that are going to continue to rise among the existing user base. I think the existing user base has now leveraged the knowledge of the bud tenders and the educational services that these dispensaries have given to them. And they're shifting now towards that consumer mindset, towards electronic transactions of some sort or another. I also believe, though, that there's an entirely untapped set of consumers that, especially upon federal legalization, that you're going to see. So at the same time, I'm saying that current users are moving to more an electronic mode of purchasing, whether it's in-store self-service kiosk or online ordering or whatever that might be. I'm also saying that there's a whole new breed of consumers that are ushering their way in. For a while, the fastest growing demographic two years ago was a 40-year-old soccer mom with two and a half kids. And then this past year, it was senior citizens. And so you're just seeing the growth of people and the numbers of people that are open to cannabis. And, you know, when you first begin a cannabis experience, it really does start in a dispensary. So I do think the, the, the long-running consumers are going to move to an electronic means uh, more and more each day, but we're going to be gaining a lot of new cannabis consumers, especially we still got 17 states to go. We're only 33, which is 66% of this battle over in cannabis. You know, I'm in Kentucky. We're one of the states that isn't legal. And so there's still a lot of untapped consumers. So I think consumer growth of new consumers will go to the store, and a lot of these older consumers that have been buying for a while are going to move to electronic. And I think you see that in any industry, not just cannabis. Yep. We're going to leave it there. Jeremy Jacobs, CEO and Chairman of Enlightened Dispensary Solutions. I really appreciate you being on with us. Uh, real quickly, let's go ahead and uh, take people back to go and learn more about Smart Hub. Again, we're talking about centralized management platform gives the ability for users to update any digital display or menu and well as mar manage marketing campaigns on the ad network for Enlightened. So uh, real quickly, talk to me about uh, you know what people should go and look at when they go to the website. Get enlightened.io and real quickly you know if if people were kind of interested in learning more what should they go and look at from their suite of pro your suite of products and you know if you're sure. a dispensary that are interested in looking to go ahead and up their game on the inventory side or point of sale what would you direct them to yeah, so when you go to getenlightened.io, there's two sides of the house. If you look on the right-hand side of the webpage, it's all about marketing. That's the television network that we have in 1,300 dispensaries that you could advertise your products and services on. And that that, that uh, network generates about $3 billion annual ad impressions, so there's plenty of inventory regardless of what you sell. We've got tons of people watching. And that's also where we're able to retarget those people on their mobile devices once they leave. So if you're looking for advertising marketing-related services, just click that stuff on the right, and that'll take you down to the channels to, to view all the various options that we have. 
we even have a 43-foot mobile cannabis dispensary that people before COVID happened used to use for activations and, and do experiential activations with consumers. Incredible. On the left-hand side, though, if you're a retailer and you're interested in smart up, but just look on the left-hand side of the page. It says retail. Uh, there's a ton of different buttons to click. They all lead you through the same rabbit hole of giving you the same education and information. And once you think you've got enough information, there's a demo button. Click that, and we schedule a demo to meet with you. So marketing on the right-hand side, retail solutions on the left. Excellent. And finally, where can people go and follow you on social media? Uh, most of the posting that I do on social media goes through LinkedIn. I found out that's the audience, uh, you know, that that's interested in what I have to say. A lot of your business executives are there. So if you want to see what I'm up to, uh, just look for Jeremy Jacobs on LinkedIn, but you'll also find me on, uh, Instagram, Facebook, again, just Jeremy Jacobs. I think you find me there. All right. Fantastic. Get enlightened. Dot io is the website for Enlightened Dispensary to Solutions. And I'm here with Jeremy Jacobs, CEO and Chairman of Enlightened. Jeremy, thanks so much for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Great topics. I, I, was, I enjoyed it. Uh, my pleasure. Glad I'm going to have you on talk about it. Uh, you know, we're never going to be a shortage of talking about point of sale and talking about the inventory and supply chain and getting that information out to people. So we're happy to go and welcome you on. And listeners, thanks for listening in to another great edition of Bump Business here on CannabisRadio.com where you can find the show. Anywhere you find podcasts, you know where to, you know what you like. You you have Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, which is my preference. It's there. Download it, but most, most importantly, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. You can rate the shows and review them. I highly recommend you do that. Please do that because it helps to get this show up higher and higher up at the search ranking so more people can go ahead and latch onto the show. We can get the great word of great businesses out here and show where there's real growth going on in any business, especially during the pandemic. We've talked about it. The cannabis industry is growing leaps and bounds. We'll continue to do that. We will continue to chronicle it here on Blunt Business. Thanks for listening. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.